Hey everyone, we just wanted to let you know that when we were recording this episode, there were some technical difficulties. Jeff's track has a little bit of static through it, but he's still totally listenable. We tried to cut out as much of the noise as we could. So with that little announcement out of the way, let's do some D&D. Welcome, Traveller. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from Beyond the Dice. Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I'm your Dungeon Master Luke and your players are... I'm Ben, I play Cortain, a now level 4 fighter. Jeff, I play Gage, a level 4 human wizard. Peter, I'm playing Spigs. I reckon I'm still level 3 because he kept pressing that B button and didn't want to evolve. Uh, <laughs> Hard of Actually, I'm level 4, I lied. Nerd. Uh, hi everyone, my name is Travis. I am Little Moss, a half-orc level 4 monk. Says the yeah. person yeah. the D&D podcast. Yeah, you say yeah. he's a nerd, but you're the one who didn't say you play Little Moss, but you are Little Moss. I am Little Moss. <laughs> little Moss I isn't personify. a nerd. <laughs> he's the karate boy you identify as. Uh, that, well, he's, he is a drunken master, so I feel a certain affinity with this particular character. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, if everyone has noticed, in the previous episode, our characters were level 3, now they're level 4, so yes, we're going to do a little level up episode. So, let's, um, who shall we start with? Let's just start with, should we go in the order of the run sheet, guys, or should we, uh, D20. D20. Yeah, actually, that's, that's true. What we should probably do is a D20, and whoever gets the lowest will tell us what happened previously on Beyond the Dice. Did anyone get lower than a four? I got a three. Yes! <laughs> um, anyone else? I, uh, little Moss, seven. Cortain, eight. This is this is the combo breaker for Peter, officially. Yeah, I, I think, think he's, he's done like three in a row or something. Yeah, yeah. one was really shit. <laughs> Doesn't matter, that's all good. Alright, Jeff, what happened previously in Beyond the Dice? Previously, on Beyond the Dice, we, uh, we went to... Oh, this was the, the climactic... Um, we got all our MacGuffins, all our items, we had them all collected together. And then we had a little bit of an argument with Spigs. Um, we were all ragging on him pretty bad and saying he forgot his wife and <laughs> stuff like that. And he kind of I mean, did a walk on us. He did. A walkabout. Yeah. But we managed to talk him into um, joining us and going together. And we went back to the Edict of Aya and um, handed in the items and luckily we all left with all of our limbs the ones that we still have left um yeah and since then um we've been lying low uh different characters we've been going on dates and body mutilations and studying and things things that you've had so far and things that we might go into a little bit today what what do you mean body mutilation that's the today bit oh Oh. Oh. Alright, thanks Jeff And what we shall do is I'll have everyone roll a d20 once again And this time Whoever gets the highest Tells us what uh, Happened when the character leveled to level 4 Moss 7 Spigs 3 Gage 14 Cortain 1 You don't level up Oh. 
No, <laughs> you get to choose who goes first. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a um, a reverse of the um, uh. the recap. So in the recap, if you roll a twenty, you get to choose who um, who does the recap. If you roll a one, you get to choose who goes first in the level up. Who who would like to go first? You should pick Luke as the DM for leveling up. Because that works so well. Yes, I gained 50,000 new creatures to destroy you with, just for leveling. Mm. But no one, no one wants to go first and will pay for the uh, for the right to do so. Pay? <laughs> yeah. I can go first. Well, you'd need to pay then in that case, like... No, I'm man. Right. What I'm did right. you have for dinner? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just. No I... one wants to go first. I <laughs> pay for the privilege. You just pick somebody at random. I will pick Trav. Or... No, I knew Boom. this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know you play you know me, what? Trav. I didn't pay anything for it, so I don't care. <laughs> so, what, what do you want, Travis? What do you want to know? What, what, um, <laughs> what happened uh, to Little Moss when he leveled to four? You know, what what stats did he get? Mate, what abilities? When what... He flexed an extra bicep popped out that's what happened <laughs> he was just like uh, and then they're like, <laughs> the it, out of his, like it was out of it was out of his calf <laughs> yeah i didn't say where it was yeah but he had an extra bicep on his calf it's called a calf set nice no but really really what happened oh like in get? terms of my character yeah like what what um oh mate what? so i don't know like what happened I don't know what circumstances led to this occurring, but Little Moss was just in his apartment. You know, it's quite a stare. He was just sitting there meditating and then like got up and did some, you know, basic movements on his uh, wooden pommel, um, his practice dummy, so to speak. Yep. He doesn't like that word, though. It's a bit derogatory, one might say. His <laughs> yeah, wooden smarty. Anyway, and um, <laughs> he just thought to himself, you know what? I believe I can fly. So, he runs up to the top of the apartment building and just hurdles himself off, wondering what'll happen. Very quickly, he realises that that was quite... I mean, you know, obviously, he wasn't wasn't grasping for the word at this point. He was grasping for something that would hold him and, like, prevent him from plummeting to his imminent death. But he was looking for a word, and it was erroneous. He couldn't fly. He didn't know what quite what to do. And so he just had to think fast. And so he just... You know when stuntmen jump off high buildings or whatever and they're looking for like a smart way to fall? So he's just like, I'm just going to do a sick flip. Just just to stop you for a second. Yeah, go. When you say meditating, he was fucking drunk as shit, wasn't he? I mean, you call it what you call it. I mean, it's all labels. Like, <laughs> in, in my particular monastic philosophy, there is a, an impermanence to words, you know, a limitation to language that can't really grasp what Moss was truly going through at that point. Anyway, so he jumps, a like, bottle. jumps off, a big, does big a sick kickflip in the air, flips out of it, and manages to mitigate a certain amount of damage to the plummet that he made towards the ground long story short he got the ability slow fall which means that when i land i get to mitigate a certain amount of damage which is like five times my level so five times four at this point would be i don't know let's just call it around 20 (laughs) wait all right is that what you wanted 
Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. So anything else? I got did slow fall. And, um, and out of that, because I did some sick moves, I got a plus two to dexterity, um, which is at level four, a monk gets plus two ability points. Um, but nothing chose- nothing that exceeds over 20. I went for dexterity because I'm just like... Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you slow fell and landed perfectly on top of a, um, a speeder, one of the hover cars that was flying by your building. Sick. And uh, there was a guy on top of it. He's a, uh, sorry, there's a guy, window down. He's... Hey, what are you doing? Get off my, get off my hover car, you piece of shit. And I punch his window and I get off. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. You got a broken metacarpal and you're in a, a, a cool-looking cast. Okay, cool. Uh, does that so, need explaining? Well, no, 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 it doesn't. No, it doesn't. So, <laughs> if you if you need explanation, you should check our Instagram. Page. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. No, that's all right. That's oh, all right. it's like right. you threw him under the bus or into the, <laughs> yeah. into the windscreen as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was hit by a car. So let's go with uh, who's going to be next. Who rolled the second highest? Jeff rolled the highest. Yes. Okay. So Jeff is next. Okay. So over over this past like few weeks, um, I was I actually picked the wrong spell. So but we'll uh, maybe we'll change it. Okay. So over the past like few weeks, Gage has been experimenting more and trying to learn the books and things around him, trying to understand like more different magic and older magic, and um. After focusing a lot um, and trying to, um, you know, trying to focus and, and push outward with magic to try and feel the area around him, all of all of a sudden, wait, I've got to get to the right. Sorry. That's all good. Um, anybody Sorry. who's listening from <laughs> Wizards of the Coast, you can hear that... Jeff is flicking through his Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition Player's Handbook yeah, that, um, that he printed off the internet. <laughs> no, he did not print off the internet. No. It was purchased. I purchased with it real money on on like when it came out. Yeah, I bought okay. mine from Guff in Werribee. Now give me sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> and what what uh, what beers are you drinking, Drab? Huh? Oh no, it's port tonight. Oh yes, I am drinking Keeper's Glove. It is a Five dollar port from Aldi. Aldi, if you're listening, I love your port. Okay, sorry. Okay, so start re-edit as I do every episode at least once. <laughs> um, you're the only person that thinks that it's worth replaying. Like it's, I just it's roll. True. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> record it all. Yeah. So um, Gage focuses and then he tries to reach out. And instead of instead of reaching out to try and sense his area, the area around him, a wave of thunderous force sweeps out from him, and all the books and all the computers, everything just pushes around around the room, um, about for anything that's within um, fifteen feet. And he learns uh, thunder wave. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so in in experimenting on his own, um, he's also um, picked up arcane hacking which is a technomagic skill from the modern magic, um, which is like helps um, break encryptions and get into software as well. So, yeah. Now, on top of this, um, Gage has been working on trying to, for lack of a more eloquent way of explaining it, is 
increase increase the speed between his consciousness and his rig. So what he is doing, what he's done, is he's connected um, from. You can now see from the back of his shoulder, and if his collar gets pulled down on his jacket, there are now like three or four metal, strips of metal, or like small, like three or four millimeter long, uh, sorry, wide um, pipes that then have connected themselves into the base of the base of his skull. And this is in an effort to artificially increase his intelligence. Um, so basically there's an ability check. Um, and to that, I've added two to my intelligence up to 20. Um, this is because he feels that trying to communicate with his hands and trying to do things with his hands is too slow. And the faster connection and the higher bandwidth he can have between himself and the rig, the more things he can do and experiment with and learn magic and use magics. Cool. So, um, do you want to do a... We'll do a little scene of... Um, because it's very hard to work on your spine yourself. So you have to go to what uh, is commonly called a chop shop chiropractor and it is um (laughs) usually unless you pay a lot of money and go to one of the um, corporation clinics a chop shop is sort of an underground uh, brinking on illegal uh, medical center in a way Uh, you go there and there are people which you're not sure if they're doctors or they just know how to do the work they install augments for people so let's say that gage you have you've you've been thinking I, I can't really dig into my own spine uh, and you don't really have anybody else to turn to in the city so you go to one of these shop shops and uh, you're sitting in this room on like a Guernsey it's like a light blue sheet over it and all these lights and like a big boom arm that you see like at the dentists and all that sort of thing all these tables with instruments and bits and pieces and this elven woman walks in she's wearing sort of like gray um coveralls and has like this blue apron like a doctor's working apron and a little metal face mask that covers over it and has like a rebreather on there and she walks up and walks up to you she's looking at this pad and she says well it seems that you are a man with no name Somehow you've made a booking and gotten yourself in here and there have been no credits exchanged or any information. So I'm assuming that your rig right there and you yourself are quite something special. Am I right, Mr. No Name? That's right. And uh, for this surgery, you know, like I've got the designs here and um Gage hands over his own pad and says, "Like this, I I need this done, but I can't do everything myself. Uh, if you can, um, half of it is automated. I just need someone to be there in case something goes wrong. This will be something a little bit special." Ah, okay. Well, let's have a look. And she takes your tablet from you, and she places her palm in the center of yours and swipes it across to her um, to hers. Um, you know her, her tablet that she's rested down on like a stand and you see like this um, this holograph this holographic display 
sort of uh, project onto the wall and it's got all the scans and schematics and uh, all the information she needs and she looks to you and she says it looks like your work is quite thorough and this and she walks over to the display and she taps on it and it brings up a picture of your back and your spine and your rig which is basically in place of your spine now and she turns to you her eyes narrowed and she says this is some serious tech I have not seen something like this not in Darkhaven where did you get it from let's uh Let's 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 fix things up a little bit. I can give you some extra creds, and then we could just forget about that this was ever in Darkhaven at all. Wouldn't that be a bit easier for both of us? Depends on how much you're paying. How much do you send her? Uh, what would what would we say be the approximate that that the surgery would have cost? Like I double it at, at like a normal clinic or at this place? This dodgy chop shop. Yeah, is Dodgy Chop Shop more expensive or cheaper? More expensive. <laughs> it's cheaper. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't so know how much we've been tracking credits. It's, it's basically a lot cheaper if you just bring your own augments. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say let's say I brought my own augments, and I'm also paying what it would have been for them to purchase the augments on top. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say like 400 credits. Done. You send her 400 yep. and she's like, more than necessary, but um, I'm quite pleased with your offer. Mr. No Name, you were never here. And this rig, I've never seen it before. And I don't think I'll ever see it again. See that you don't? Now why don't you lay down, or do you prefer to sit? Uh, laying down is fine. So she uh, sort of motions to your shirt and your jacket. Um, yeah, well, Gage gets undressed, um, like, just to the waist. That's all that's really required for this, and, and lies down on the table. Cool, she grabs the material needed and a uh, scalpel. She has this little device. She has basically like a glove without fingers. There's a big sort of circular, um, almost like dome-like glass over the palm and she holds it over you and it starts scanning this blue light and this this blue grid sort of like scans over your neck and your rig and your shoulders and then she begins to make her incisions you um you feel like the the anesthetic drug like basically automatically inject into you as she sort of starts working and you feel a slight pinch as she cuts away but then that dulls and you sort of fall to this hazy land while you're in that dream like state you are standing on this ridge and there is this orange sand in front of you and this large stone like plateau and you see in the distance these big plumes of orange and yellow dust and then amongst those plumes just in front of them there are black trails of smoke and you hear the roaring of engines in the distance and then the rest of your squad move up behind you quietly your sniper kneels down 
pointing his rifle towards them, and he asks, Sir, do you want me to take a shot? Do you want them to come closer? What's the plan? And as you go to reply to your sniper and command the rest of your squad, you wake up. You feel the connections on the side um, of your uh, neck running up. So from the base of your, um, sorry, from the base of your neck running up into the back of your head. And there are these uh, sort of steel plates like uh, if anybody knows um, Colossus from X-Men, how his skin are like those bands of steel. It's like that across the back of Gage's neck and these two cables that are running up underneath it. You see the slight bumps and they sit in the base of his skull and the base of your hair has been shaved away at the back and there are these sort of big plates that reach around to your jugulars, these big metal bands to protect it. And uh, she, the elven surgeon, turns to you and says, so uh, move your uh, move your head, look left, right, up, down. And as she says it, you sort of do it. You know the routine. Now rotate your arms, stretch. The, um, it's automatically, like, depending on whether I look up or down first, it's configured, so I know whether my controls are inverted. Which is always <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you put your Xbox controller away in your pocket. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and uh, she says, you seem to heal incredibly well. And she, like, pokes the skin around the incisions. And she touches the metal bands that run up your neck. And uh, she says, thank you, Mr. No Name. And uh, maybe we'll see each other again. Maybe we won't. Thank you for everything. Um, Gage does an internal check to see if there was anything accessed within his system. Nope. She's done her job. You've paid her more than enough to just install something. You've paid for... The hardware as well, basically, even though you brought it. You BYO'd. Um, and as you button up your shirt, pretty much all systems are go. Everything's running at 100%. Maybe we will. And Gage, Gage walks out thinking about his these dreams that he's been having. Um, this isn't... They've been happening more regularly lately. They're an annoyance. All right, and let's go to... Uh, I guess Ben was next, and Peter, you rolled the lowest, didn't you? I rolled the lowest. What was the other word? Ah, Peter, it is Spigs. So, what did Spigs get when he leveled up? <clears throat> Alright, so Spigs 1 got, he had a few, um, or in-game, some spells that he had before, but never got around to using it, um, but now that he's got his <clears throat> new... Uh, arm, hand, magic, fist. He is now going to be able to use some more uh, magics in game. So he also gained an extra spell. So I added that one to the list. Um, he gained uh, also some uh, extra constitution. Push him up two levels in that. The main thing that he got out of leveling up was that um, he got this new cool ability, which is infusing magic. So I imagine, um, so at one point speaks, you know, return back uh, after the surgery, um, back to his family and sort of hang out with them for a bit. And then through discussions with uh, Gliss, they were like, you know, very thankful to the 
to his other teammates, and so he, they went off to um, help them out in some way. And whilst Spiggs uh, went, oh, you know, he could go fix that uh, nuke engine in um, Gage's car. So he went, um, he was asked to borrow his car for a bit while he was off doing who knows what um, and was working away on it. And he actually was getting quite, it was really hot around like the working in the car because of the nuke engine. Uh, especially in the actual near the engine itself, and he was drinking a lot. But then, he's, as he was drinking, it kept like, like you know, he was getting like a cold beverage out. He's getting like a a cool cola and uh, out of the fridge. But then it kept warming up really quick, like far too quick, just from like the radiating heat from the engine. And he realized he's he's he was using his. It only occurred when he was holding it in his uh his new his new hand and that he was actually channeling some sort of power into into the beverage itself. So he started um experimenting with a few things. Um <clears throat> even putting some some like small little contraptions and putting some power into it, some magics. And uh yeah, I can't really think at the moment. What was so he was he he got um, basically this old dead stereo, a little small compact that fits within inside his hand, and he powered up um, in his fist for a, a good like minute, and then he left it off to the side and asked one of the kids to go and like just play with it. And without any power connecting to it, the the actual little sound box kind of went off and started like blasting tunes from across the room. So he got um, ability to infuse items with magic, and so that other people can use them. Yeah. So basically, what um the artificer can do, which we worked out the other night, it was uh, pretty cool. Like in in a cyberpunk setting, um, Spigs has the ability to like grab uh, like make a little gadget or grab a gadget or something and he can store a magic uh, a magic in there a spell of some sort he uses the spell slot and he saves the spell inside the object for somebody else to use or for him to use later so for example he goes and rests he gets his spell slot back he's still got just say a little grenade like thing that um that has a spell inside of it and uh he can give that to somebody else to use uh so he can make a sort of consumable spell-based items, um, which is pretty cool. Is there yeah. is there a limit on how many times you can do that, say, per day? I shall tell you. So, <clears throat> each item lasts up to eight hours, and you can have multiple infused items at a time equal to your intelligence modifier, which is... Have a look. Uh, three. So, you have three okay, items. Okay, so none of them will last past you having a rest and getting your spell slots back though yeah okay that's uh, cool I, yeah that's still cool. i didn't know it was eight hours but that's, that's cool. still cool still cool yeah so cortain hasn't really had to you know be around or deal with people who have you know 
magic, like have rigs and stuff for a long time, not since his, since his heydays when he was formerly part of the Aegis. And with what's been going on with the um, with the edicts and all that, and the danger that is posed to his family, he's decided that he needs to, as alluded to in the last episode, he needs to ramp up his, his game. So he first started with a rocky montage last episode, um, but decided that wasn't enough because, you know, what, what does it matter if you are slightly stronger if there's a guy who can just cast fire at you or when there are guns. So he's been going to going through a rigorous training to like run through um, obstacle courses and like pop up like and you know shoot the targets as they as they pop up but also realizing that that well that helps his, his you know gunmanship in a sense it doesn't necessarily um, it's not enough if they're gonna try to take on the art the the edict so what he does is something he he never we promised himself a long time ago he wouldn't do but he decides to take bodily enhancing drugs. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, he starts taking. Uh, you are you are the creator of this of this of this world. What kind of what kind of like weird steroids? You know, bald testosterone stuff. Can he can he be taken? Yeah. So there's this um there's this stuff called minostim. Minostim. <laughs> And it's like a, um, yeah, it's this stimulant that sort of like you breathe in. Um, it's like kind of like an asthma puffer in a way. It's an inhalant. You breathe it in uh, usually just before and just after some, a workout of some sort. And it um, it sort of redistributes amongst your, you know, in your lungs and your blood system moves around with the oxygen. Um, and then it like amps you up. Okay. Well, yeah, Cortain, along with his, his enhanced training, which... Meta allows him. Oh no, that's sorry. Next, next level, we get an extra attack. But he's still going through all his training. But he will get plus two strength because he started taking drugs, which is not an endorsement of taking steroids to our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> he worked hard as well. Okay, it was, it's a supplement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's you know, that's what he's doing. Cool. Uh, did anybody get any more uh, HP or anything like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, everyone yeah. got some good HPs. Not enough. I rolled a bloody 10. Nice. Double my HP. All right. So what we'll do now is we'll um, we'll end with a little scene of um, Spigs giving out the new little, all the little items he has for them. So let's go. Let's first go with, um, I don't know. You want to do Cortain and Spigs? Yeah, sure. Oh, oh, actually, you know what? Now, let's do Gage and Spigs. Uh, Gage, you go around to Spigs' shop to pick up your car because he had been borrowing it because he said he was going to try and fix the instability in your uh, in your car. Yep. And you go to pick it up, and you guys are um, going to meet the others at the Crooked Candle because you've just gotten um, a notification about a new job. First one in a couple weeks. So, uh, what did you do with it? Is it okay? Do with what? The car you borrowed. Oh, oh, your, your, yeah, your, um, your vehicle. Yeah, you called me, came, told me to come pick it up. 
Sorry, I got distracted. I've been playing around with these cool new, cool new things I've got. I've been able to, like, hey, I got like this, like, say, like this apple, right, right here. Just like catch this, and speaks like throws an apple to gauge. Wait, are apples, are apples, just everywhere. No. This is like a dystopian cyberpunk thing. It'd be like a um, it'd be like a basically like. It'd be like an a, apple roll, really thick. It'd be like a really thick jelly sphere. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I catch it. Does it go splattering it's, everywhere? It's, it's it's actually made up of like protein molecules. Everything the body needs. It's got two percent apple genome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's what it's what they believe is what the original apples were like. Yeah, some it's company more 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 bacony, more yeah. salty. It's just but an it, Yeah, it's an apple s. But it also tastes like chicken. <laughs> oh, yes, bacon and chicken. Apple chicken. Man, what do you do with your iPhone? Never mind. It's in your you eye. Bake it. Python. Nice Python. <laughs> so, so uh, like, just uh, yeah, take a bite out of it. Gage. Okay, Looks at him, like, questioningly. You, you've had one of these before, haven't you? Yeah. Takes a bite. <laughs> so, no longer do you feel like, you know, your slut, slut hunger quenched from the delicious bacon fruit chicken thing. <laughs> the, the meal, the, the meal gelatin. It's a whole dinner yeah. in a jelly. Meatloaf. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Don't say loaf. It's it's a it's a it's a spherical loaf of meat. Oh, that's red like an apple. It's not meat loaf. It's meat disc. It's a meatoid. A meatoid. A meat brick. It's actually it's actually not in the shape of an apple. It's actually cube. Oh, so it's not even an apple at all. It's a cube of beef and protein. It's a cube of excrement. It's grown. It's been grown in a lab. Yeah. You know, we'll all be eating this. Everyone, you know, soon enough. The vegans will be happy, you know. Like, it'll be fine. Everyone can eat meat. Anyway, continue. (laughs) So Gage buys this meat cube at you. Yes. Controversial. (laughs) So you bite into it and not only do your hunger is a bit more quenched and... uh, (laughs) More satisfied would be the best. But your desire for life is a bit less. <laughs> but um, you actually feel a kind of sort of like a warming heat oh, God. from inside. Oh, of you and, like, meat make, stick. And kind of like make you feel like, str- like stronger, more healthier. Like you feel something like maybe you had like a small cut and it kind of like healed over. Mm-hmm. As you might have felt someone like maybe you've cut like you know, cast before, or you felt someone else like tried to. Hey heal Peter, you. you know you could have made it less creepy if you gave him some sort of like, like little um, injection thing that he stabs himself in the no, hand because no. he yeah, eats something. It makes it sound so much more dirty. Oh yeah, especially <laughs> this jelly. Healed through hey, a meat disc. Speaks is playing around. Maybe next episode he'll stab him. <laughs> okay. okay? This episode is, this, is, wait, this, is the proto- this is the prototype, <laughs> isn't it? This disgusting. Gage yeah. wants to be stabbed that much. Jokes on you, the meat disc kills him from Salmonella. He chokes on it. Chokes on the jelly. <laughs> chokes on disc. <laughs> it's been sitting on your desk for like three days. Oh yeah. 
it's been it's in the danger zone for metal far shavings too long. stuck on it. <laughs> it's and it's full That's of what that crunch was. like what future future maggots, maggots. Oh. like worms, flies. Yeah, they're like they're like they're little future maggots are just flies. Future maggots are so much worse than current maggots. Mate, you, you're a future maggot. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, you eat this yeah. thing. It's now because, inside me. Yep. Yep. And you're now healed. You heal. Just like... Sounds like the script to a. Never mind. Say it. No, yeah. I can't because I don't want to alienate listeners. It's a pornography movie. I don't know. No, I think. Was that the pun? Are you talking about alien? It's a subgenre of pornography. All right, do you want to go show him the car? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, oh. let's cut to that. Yeah, your car. So, you know how I, w- I s- took it from you to, like, fix the, the the engine from exploding all the time? Yes. Yeah, well, I kind of got distracted. So it'll still explode, maybe? Ah, uh, yeah. That's Bye. okay. Later on. That's fine. But, it's a feature. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty. It cool. stops it from getting stolen. Uh, so I, I remember back like a while ago. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, it's pretty. No one wants one of those cars anymore. Anyway, I remember back in a while ago when like you know your windows got punched out and you're complaining like you know your sweet car got like kind of ruined. Yep. Well, I upgraded it. With some new, like the front screen. So what did you do? What, what did you up? You upgraded the screen. <laughs> what is it? Should I, should I clap? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Spigs goes and he sits in the car, okay. and um, where the the gear stick is. Did he do something cool so that the chairs move out of the way so he can, like the chairs are all the way back. Okay. Yep. Uh, and, no, I didn't do that stuff. No, he uh, he points to a uh, a little button on top of the uh, the gear stick, and then he points to a no, little not, lever no at the front console as well. He pulls the lever, and these big sort of um, metal plates f- come up from the underneath the hood. They go <laughs> over the top of the front windscreen, and there are like. Uh, like there is uh, two small uh, rectangular slots that you can still see out of um, on the front windscreen. And then he presses the lever back in and then those metal shields go back under the hood. Nice, nice. Like what am I doing? I'm like, yeah, I might get a camera and put this in the front so I can just drive without, like, I can just drive from camera. And then I don't need to even see. This is great. I won't get shot through the window again. <laughs> Thanks, Spigs. This is like oh, the, oh, future the, the, dash cam. So I was when I did start playing with the uh, the engine. Um, yeah. So I, there was a lot of like exhaust coming out, and I thought, you know, if there's so much exhaust. Why don't we like upgrade your car with some sort of like spread out the back? You know, like smoke screening. So like when you when we're driving along and you need to, you know, disguise where you're going or, you know, like knock out the people behind you. Smoke screen. It's great. And he presses the button on the um, the gear stick, the little red button, and then all this black smoke just at the back of the car and fills his entire garage with the stuff. 
Nice, nice. <laughs> oh yeah, shoot, hold on. And he presses a button and like opens Parley Garage to like the smoke spills out in the street. Uh, oh, but uh, when I, I was, yeah, like I said, I was kind of playing with the engine and I can't, uh, then I got distracted. But then I was kind of worried that, you know, the engine might explode at any moment. So I kind of made this vent to keep track of it. I like this little, see, see here in like the center console. <clears throat> it goes like, there's this little slot thing here. And there's like a, pretty much like a bit of temp, like glass, like tempered. Um, and then there's like a slot. So he, op he opens it up and then all the, from the engine, all this heat kind of rushes through. So there's a slot that goes all the way from center of your console into the center of the nuke engine. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I kept on watching it, but I, I accidentally dropped, um, you know, one of those you know, protein snacks that you had before into the inside of it and it kind of like burnt instantly. So, you know, you could you could use it as like some sort of disintegrator if you wanted to. Oh, that'd be good. Or, or I did, I did like, you know, while I was still working on other stuff, I thought, you know, man, I was really hungry. So I got some, some meat sticks. <laughs> you know, you know, those like those some, like cool pocket dogs. sausage, yeah. pocket sausage. And I, I, I put them all on the, on the, on this, on, on this, uh, also insulated stick because I wouldn't be stupid enough to put a metal stick. So, you know, it goes all the way up to the other end and gets too hot for me to touch. But I put it in there and like, you can, you can probably like roast something in there as well. You know, if you Gage takes some but of it, the cuboid that he's still got half left and then he rests it. And then it starts to cook a nice bacon chicken <laughs> oh. smell alongside with all the smoke that's already all in the car and just envelops <laughs> in, envelops in smell and smoke. This is great. This is great. You, you may want to vest in like some sort of device to measure the, you know, radiation though, because, you know. Ah, it's fine. From the, all right. You'll be right. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, sorry, I still haven't got around to fixing the engine yet. Oh, at least at Maybe least not. I get a front row view when it explodes. <laughs> Maybe some popcorn with it. All right, so you guys are in the car, in uh, Gage's car, and you're driving down the street, weaving between taxis and other cars and trucks and stuff that are traveling through Darkhaven and all of it's daytime so there are still heaps of bright colored lights on and signs and advertising screens there you see speeders flying overhead and other cars passing over on archways and and uh, in connected streets and stuff that are above you on tiers above and you finally get to the crooked candle and you park your car in the garage just around the corner from it and Cortain's Jeep is there, and you both exit and walk into the Crooked Candle, where you are acknowledged by Budge behind the bar once again. The old mercenary nods to you boys and points to the same booth that you um, sat down not too long ago, and Cortain and Little Moss are waiting, sitting in the chair, and you both head over, sit down, 
The TV's on in the background. Spigs, do you want to gift Cortain his prize? Sure. Hey, Cortain, little moss. What's going on? Watching TV. Shh. What are we watching on TV, little moss? You can't see? What are you, stupid? <laughs> Stop interrupting. Cortain goes quiet. On the TV, there are like, um, you know, there's <laughs> a human, a hobgoblin, a half-orc, uh, a dwarf, all these various races of Darkhaven, and they are in, like, pastel-coloured lycra and have headbands on and sweatbands on, and there's this music on, and they, uh, they're doing exercise. You know those old-school exercise videos? I repeat the question now that I have more information. What the hell are we watching, little boss? <laughs> it's like, I need a moment, don't interrupt. Is, is little boss doing anything? Like, or is he just watching? Like, he's not. Don't worry, he won't take long. You can't. Oh. 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 <laughs> can, we, can we please do something? Oh, he Spig said hello to you guys, and you said shut He's up. A, I'm watching yeah. TV, and that's I am. <laughs> All right, you both sit down in the booth. I turn off the TV. This is the opposite of improv. <laughs> the TV turns off. What? Hey, Cortain. Um, already, already. I'm gonna thank you again for you and Little Moss, and obviously Gage for helping. Collect all those items and rescuing my wife. Um, over the, over this little bit of time, you know, I had a bit of time with my family, but we really wanted to thank you. And uh, me and um, Bliss to a, I had this, I had this idea, this old like design for this this uh, helmet um, that I made, and we decided, you know, we might in- implement it and gift it to you. Yeah, I got it in my uh, in my bag here. Hold on a second. He grabs out this uh, helmet, passes it to Cortain. So it looks like the um, the one that we showed last time. So it's like a, a knight's helmet with a um, sort of straight black glass visor across there, and these um, these uh, sort of neck plates that that sort of rest on your shoulders and behind the head uh, to sort of protect you from attacks at the neck. Um, yeah. So. You- you gotta try it on. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Spigs. I put the helmet on. So, as you put it on, so you got your, like, your kind of pauldrons, like, your armour currently on? No, no, not currently on. Um, we were relaxing and chilling. Yeah, you should, you should really, like, when, when you, when you got your full armour on, the helmet will actually automatically lock into place with the rest of your armor. It's pretty cool. But, um, hold on. And Spigs yells out, Turn off the lights! And, uh, Budge, he's like, Huh? What? Turn the lights off for a second. Why? Just, just give me a second. I'm gonna show him something cool. Alright, Spigs. But we better not be playing Nightcrawlers again. And he, uh, he goes over, flicks the switch, and all the lights go off, and he hears some people like, Hey! Hey! And someone's like, Hey! Who turned out the lights? <laughs> hey! Who turned out the lights? No, no one? Okay. Yeah, I got it. When you, um, when you, Cortain, you've got this helmet on, um, you see, like, all this HUD, this heads-up display inside there, all this augmented reality, um, and then you see 
across in the um, like in the right corner, it's got like a um, a little selection that says utilities. Um, and then you when you look up there and you select that um, utilities button, a whole drop down comes down. Um, there's two options in there at the moment. Um, one of them is night vision, and you select it, Ooh. and everything is in that sort of green night vision. Cool. You can see you can see perfectly. So basically, you've got um, dark vision. You can use it once a day for an hour. And then the second option in that utilities list uh, was was the the filter option, Peter. It says it says new car smell. Oh, new car smell! <laughs> you select that, and instead of smelling like the stale beer stink of the bar, you get this hint of a um a new like a new car smell in the helmet. <laughs> and uh, it says like filtering air as well. So you basically can um filter out any toxins um or poisonous gases or whatever um in the air for a for a short amount of time it doesn't have a timer on it you're not sure how long it'll last you go to take the helmet off and you press this little button on the side of uh, the neck plate and the helmet basically like automatically like sort of moves and folds away off of your face still protecting like the back of your neck and underneath your like the front of your neck underneath your chin, but it all folds away into this sort of larger neck collar area so you can show your face. Cool. This is this is really exceptional work, Speaks. Thank you. Can I turn the fucking lights on now? Yeah, you can. And he flicks the switch and... The light comes back on. What, what will happen, Spigs, if I had the night vision on and he turned the lights back on? Hey, turn off the lights again. All right. He flicks the switch. All the lights go out. I turn the night vision back on. The helmet goes over your head, covers you up, and then... But I have one eye closed. This could go on for a while. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Night time. How long do I have to have these lights off for, Spigs? Turn them back on now. Not again. Last time. He flicks the switch. The lights come on. One of them blows up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Ben, you are flooded with this bright light and um, oh. you, you just, one of your eyes is like blinded and stunned for for a short amount of time and you press the button, the helmet comes off. It sort of packs away into the, into the side plate. Ah, oh, damn it, Spinks! What, what, what happened? Could you not have put in some kind of, I don't know, filter or threshold? It's got, it's got to be... Very dangerous to be in a nice situation if a light goes off. Uh, maybe next time. I think about up when I upgrade it. Okay, thank you. Look, I appreciate it. I think I'll uh, I'll be cautious about the night vision though. Yeah, use it night time. Aki, the little <laughs> the little goblin who like helps keep the bar, cleans it and sort of brings people their drinks. He's like. Spigs, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have anything for me? Did I do I get a cool gadget or something? Like you know, like some sort of cool wristband that glows in the dark and does I don't know lasers or something. Uh, well, I here's did, a cube I of meat. <laughs> <laughs> you give him a bit of the I meat. Did, I did. I did. Ha- I did have a weird dream about. You and some like spandex, but like that was just horrible, and I decided not oh. to make you anything. Ah, uh, 
If only you had thought not to tell well, us. That would have been cool, I guess. Um, Gage, do you give him a little bit of the meat? No. Okay. It, it's actually, actually, no, it's because we, we cooked it and we ate it as jerky in the car. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll... Oh, I have, I have this for you. And he hands him a mop. Oh, my favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, his head hung low. He walks over and mops up a spill that a, uh, a half orc just tipped from his uh, big, big flagon of ale onto the ground and Aki mops it up, all mopey. Uh, this is going to be an in-style shooting at some stage. This is just, he's going to go postal. No, I see. I see. It's more like Deadpool two, but you know, no, didn't get that reference. No spoilers. So Budge turns back on the TV, and you see like the last glimpse glimpse of a uh, a, a news story. Um. Oh, hold on. I want to say something. I want to say something. Speaks it. Oh, and uh, little Moss. You know, I'm not sure what... I couldn't think of what to give you. You know, I already gave you that cool, like, gauntlet thing before. But uh, we kind of, you know, ran out of a bit of time there with all, you know, seeing my family, getting my new glove thing, hand thing. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll think of something and uh, in the future... You're an articulate man. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. So, you know, don't feel like you miss, you know, you're going to miss out on the cool stuff. Because you're pretty cool. Gage. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Aren't you married? Oh, no, not in that way. Oh, right. Yeah. But, you know, cool, you know. I'm wearing those glasses still. I don't trust you. <laughs> All right, yeah, you see that last end of the news, and there's, like, the big scrolling bar wait, down wait, the bottom. I had something, too. <laughs> oh, all right, go, go. <laughs> Never. All right, um... Gage also says, uh, Gautain, Gautain, um, look, yeah. you look, you look pretty handy with a sword. Um, do you think you could teach me how to use a sword at some point in the future? We have that one that we managed to steal from that club and I think I'd be, I might be pretty handy with it. You know, I'd be willing to, uh, pay you with these shiny boots. And he puts, and he puts the tread soft, um, combat boots on the table. Off, he takes them off his feet and puts them on the table. Wait a second, Meta, isn't that the boots that I caught down was supposed to have anyway? Yeah, but I didn't have to give them to you. <laughs> no, no, all good, yes. all good. I like it. Yeah. Hey, hey, a, wait a, a second, wait a second. Did you say we still got stuff from the Knights Club? Yep. Turns out I found yeah. that um, I found that we didn't we didn't give all the stuff to the port. We didn't sell everything, and we left this really nice sword lying around so I decided to uh, take it <laughs> that, oh, where were we meant to give all the stuff no nah, this is just a sword it's fine it's fine it wasn't in the list you got your wife back didn't you what do you want <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't freak out old dwarf man yeah they no, didn't ask fine. for the sword they only asked for a particular bunch of items you're fine you're fine I got this cool sword those are pretty nice boots I'll, I'll teach Also, it. we might be able to spar, which, you know, that'd be pretty cool. Okay. I'm not going to hold back, though. I'd never think that of you. And as you guys look up to the uh, TV for the third time, 
and you see the end of that news program. You see nothing because the fucking TV has changed onto an ad and you don't get that part of the story. Booyah! <laughs> and that's probably, all probably, probably You know what? Fair enough, sir. It's probably safer. Every news, uh, news um, we've watched is an exposition of how screwed we are. Oh, not really. The last news one you watched was the police was like, we're going to cut down on crime. Anyway, you can't goad the answers out of the DM by saying you wouldn't tell us because it's going to make things worse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've yeah. done so little this episode. That's okay. Like, it's just yeah, no, it's supposed nothing. to be like that. It's just like a okay. little um, little roleplay episode to get. Uh, it's like an, an hour of filler. Yeah. You nah. mean you mean like every episode? Yeah, a little roleplay episode to um, talk about level up and give some cool shit. Alright, so, um, everybody, listeners, downloaders, all y'all people who let our Wait, what was on the TV? go into your ears. No. Let him outro. You're Thank done. Thank you for downloading. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Major choices. Thank you for um, liking our posts, commenting on them. Um, and thank you for not having a broken hand. It's oddly specific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be sure to visit our website, www.beyondthedice.com. Um, it has all the episodes there, as well as some other cool, cool stuff, which I don't know what it is. But it's cool. There are some uh, also, little supplements there that we uh, that I yeah, have. that's true. Just it's got some, some little a document to help DMs and players with their games. See, that's how you go the DM into talking. Um, yeah, just do a really bad job at your part. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. <laughs> All right, Trav, go do it. Oh, our Instagram is pretty fun. <laughs> We take D&D RPG and Nerd Geek pictures. Check us out at Beyond the Dice. See? That's how you fake it, because I don't have Instagram. You don't? But now everyone knows you faked it. I said that every episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter, do it. Another thing that Trav doesn't have anymore, in case you didn't know, is Facebook. But what we have is facebook.com forward slash BTD. P-O-D. We bought it off Zuckerberg. Did you call him Zuckerberg? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't sucking for buying it for $5. He probably is a Zuckerberg. He's listening. And a future <laughs> Apple. <laughs> I've got a message and tab open. He knows. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. All right. Sorry, um, Peter. Where was our Facebook at? <laughs> oh, in case you didn't hear, it's facebook.com forward slash B. T-D-P-O-D. Um, also, I haven't written us a review on iTunes because I'd be too biased and, you know, we'd rather have accurate iTunes reports than just me creating <laughs> multiple accounts. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you do have some time, jump on iTunes and give us a review. Um, that would help expose the podcast to more people. It'd be really great. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, guys. You've been uh, awesome. Thank you for having us in your ears, in your home. And uh, I'm not in your home right now, but I might be. <laughs> but I will be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, guys. Creepiest Have outro ever. <laughs> yes. Have See a good you. one. Bye. Bye. See ya. You can't oh. see it. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh.
Good podcast. <laughs> can we can we please do something? <laughs> <laughs>